Hi everyone, welcome back to the Just Keep Swimming podcast with your host, Ayana Marriott. Welcome back, Um, I'm so excited to record this episode, so so excited, and I'm even more excited for you guys to listen. Um because this this is a really important one to me like very important you know it, it applies to a lot of you know how I've gotten to where I am today and stuff like that and I'm sure if you already read the title or read the little summary of this episode or just briefly looked at it um it's going to be me talking about discovering my passion and following my dreams in life. So, you know, a pretty pretty serious one, at least in my opinion. I think it's a pretty deep, serious, depending how much obviously you tell. Um, and you can only fit so much about that heavy of a, that heavy and significant of a subject you can only fit that into so much time, you know, but I will do my best to not make it too long. Um, I will try my best, do my best. Um, but I hope you all had an amazing week. Every time when I get ready to record this, no matter the time of day, um, I'm always like, wow, we've made it through another week. Not just me, but y'all too. Like, you know, how what a blessing and great it is no matter how productive or unproductive you were you know lazy or busy or if you even want to use the word lazy you know you might have had to have some more like self-care days or stuff like that you know or just with how your schedule was you got to devote more more time to different areas in your life but I hope regardless of what you did this past week I hope it was a good one um I know back home where I'm from in Nebraska, the weather has been so cold, so just insane. I mean, everywhere, the United States with all these storms lately and um, weather, whether it's wind or we've had these tropical storm like, you know, things happening down here in the southeast um, U.S. So just lots of weather going on across the nation that's, you know, been... A mix of everything for different for different regions so yeah but we're just gonna go ahead um, I'm gonna go ahead and jump into it um, about you know discovering my passion and following my dreams um, so it all began and if everyone knows me they know like I am absolutely obsessed and love the ocean like I could not imagine studying anything else. Like, I seriously could not. And, yeah, I seriously could not. Like, I just, plain and simple. I don't think I really need to say much more about it. Um, Yeah, so, I, um, my mother and I, we went on vacation when I was younger. Um, We went on vacation to California and with my mom's profession 
um, you know, her career, whatever you want to call it, um, her job, we um, travel there because she has some of the people she works with over there, um, you know, virtually over the phone and things like that. So for her company, that was one of the main reasons we went to the specific area in California. We went to San Diego and stuff like that, um, different cities near there. And we got to um, go to SeaWorld and we got to see a behind the scenes tour of like their, you know, rescue and rehabilitation center, like the vets, all of it. Like I remember bits and pieces, but for the most part, it was getting to tour, you know, all of like the back holdings that like the public eye does not see on a daily basis. So obviously you had to pay like a little extra and get to do that. But like when I saw my first, like when I, being from Nebraska, born and raised, you know, my only water body, large body of water I was around was the Missouri River. You know, no salt water in sight for me. So getting to go to California, that was the first ocean I saw was the Pacific Ocean um, on the West Coast there in California. And I remember seeing the sea lions out in their natural habitat in the wild on the rocky coasts and on the, you know, the beach line. And then getting to see them at SeaWorld and seeing like, all of the stuff that, you know, the Aquarists were doing and the, the marine scientists and the marine biologists and the conservationists getting to see them taking care of the animals and, you know, all that was just like amazing. And that moment, and I was young, too young, at least for me, I don't, can't remember. Um... I saw that ocean for the first time and I was like hooked. Like I was like, oh my gosh. And then that's when I began like going home and researching stuff and watching videos. And I was like, oh my gosh, why don't I live near the ocean? Um, so yeah, that is pretty much like, I saw the ocean for the first time when I was younger. Um, I saw the Pacific Ocean and little did I know where that was going to end up for me, you know, like where that fascination would lead, you know, um, to what it is today. So that was an amazing experience. I'm so fortunate and thankful that my mom was able to make that trip for us, her and I, and go, um, because it truly was the birthplace of, you know, finding my passion and like what my dream ended up being, what my dreams ended up being. So did that. And then later, um, beginning my junior year of high school, the high school I went to back home in Nebraska, beginning your junior year, you could apply for different academies. They were very competitive um, especially the one that I applied for, you could do like anything from health to education. They had like a law one. Um, and it was nice because it was kind of like an internship almost. You got to do like, you know, if you were an education route, route, you got to go a half day or full day to the elementary school in the area or, you know, like stuff like that, like the health academy. I think, I don't know what specific facilities, you know, they went to, but 
what your track was, you got to go like in the field and actually work it to see if that's truly something you would want to pursue as a career. So, you know, as a job, stuff like that. So, of course, I applied for Zoo Academy because I knew at the Omaha's Henry Dorley Zoo and Aquarium that was going to be the easiest and quickest and really the only way I could begin working with marine life living in a landlocked state in the Midwest smack dab in the middle of the United States practically so um I applied uh, my junior year I got in um, me and my close friends um got in specifically my one friend she'll if she's listening she'll know who she is I don't want to say her name but um we both got in and we would carpool um and like take turns driving you know each morning to the zoo and I took half of my classes at the zoo um and if you've never heard of the Omaha's Henry Dorley Zoo and Aquarium it's located in Nebraska definitely look it up it's in the city of Omaha um that's O M a h a um the city of omaha and it is a very beautiful um beautiful place i highly recommend if you're ever over there a lot of people that i know they get a lot of business especially in the summertime when it's warmer weather um and they also have the men's college world series for baseball practically right down the road so i know they kind of obviously have their busy seasons but definitely just look them up um, look up, you know, the zoo and aquarium. It's beautiful. It's so, so beautiful. And it's so crazy because every, every time I've gone back home for like the holidays where my grandparents live, they're not near Omaha. So unfortunately, um, I haven't been since I've moved back in 2019. So I'm definitely due for a visit soon. Um, but I got to take half my classes Sorry, I'm getting a little off track, but I really just wanted to say that because it is a beautiful place. Um, Beautiful animals, you know, all of that. Um, But so I, you know, I got in my junior and senior year because you have to reapply. And best thing I ever did. Best thing I ever did. Um, Because then... When I did that, you know, we got to rotate and, and shadow it every, um, every department or like, I feel like I should know this word, like every different animal category. Gosh, I know I know this word and I can't think of it, but every different department in the zoo and aquarium. And there's tons of difference since not only is it a zoo, but it's an aquarium so like for example the insects or the horticulture area where like the um elephants and stuff are or the i more so meant giraffes i'm sorry that's what i meant because i loved getting to feed the giraffes there um i got to do like so i the stuff i got to do is stuff that like people in their lifetime might not even get to experience so i'm so grateful and thankful and blessed to be able to have that opportunity to do that at such a young age and that and you know the whole experience was just amazing like 
the stuff I would get to see and do that like the public eye wouldn't get to see and experience. It was just, it was like indescribable. Um, but yeah, so my junior year, I did a science fair projects. Um, they had an area where it's like the rabbits, like we have some birds, you know, um, ferrets. My friend and I did a science fair project together on the ferrets. Um, I don't want to get too deep into that one because it's really interesting the research we did, but it's not like the Aquarius stuff I want to talk about. Um, but that was awesome. It was so cool to do research and do all of the statistical analyses, analysis and get to do research, you know, even though it may have not been on a marine animal, it was so cool for my first science fair project with another student to be able to get to present our research and go through that whole journey together. So then my senior year came along and I got to shadow my junior year at the aquarium, but mainly it was my senior year where I got to like permanently, like you chose your place. So like my junior year, my like permanent place was, um, where those ferrets, rabbits, stuff like that was, uh, like groundhogs, armadillos, stuff like that. I cannot, to save my life, think of the name of what that like whole little exhibit and everything was called. Um, but that was my junior year. Um, so after my junior year, my senior year is when I did the aquarium. And the aquarium is beautiful. Definitely go if you're ever in, you know, Nebraska. It's great because it, you know, you're able to be in a landlocked state like that and still get access to all of these beautiful marine animals and learn about them and what the the zoo is doing for conservation efforts and research. And it's just so interesting to me. So, yeah, it's very interesting to me. But anyway, so... I permanently got to shadow there my senior year and that is where I did my science fair project on the sea turtles there and again I got to do ANOVA tests and chi-square tests and do my trifold board again and make my binder and I got to present my research um, even though that research is very important to me important to me I don't want to like dip too much into it to make this too long even though this is very, like I said, important to me, but pretty much I just created a ton of different in environmental enrichment enrichment items for the green sea turtle, one of the green sea turtles there. Um, just, you know, enrichment, it just helps, you know, that animal, you know, it stimulates their environment, you know, especially in captivity and just allows them to kind of exhibit, you know, perform certain behaviors and and carry out different actions that they would do in the wild but you know um and I want to do a whole maybe possibly another episode maybe sometime about like zoos because I know a lot of people are against them but definitely considering certain environmental factors and just everything and going on in our world you know a lot of times the zoo is the last opportunity for that animal, you know, if it's been rescued and cannot be released into the wild again, you know, its only option may be to be put in a zoo or an aquarium. And 
it's great because you can do research on that animal. You could possibly breed the animal, you know, have that animal mate with that with another animal and contribute to research and conservation. But the main thing that I love is getting to educate the public on these animals, whether it's an elephant, a lion, a snake, or a sea turtle. Getting to educate younger generations especially, but of all ages, of how important these animals are to our lives and to the earth and the, the earth's health and our ecosystems like that, that feeling and the educational outreaches and like presentations we got to do like to the public at the zoo and aquarium was like amazing. Like I loved getting to do the projects and research we did. I loved that aspect. I mean, I loved it all, but like specifically that, like I love being able to make an impact on people's lives with the fact that they're going to leave knowing, wow, like this is why sharks are important to our, our ocean's health. Um, this is why sea turtles are important to our oceans, stuff like that. So getting to shadow at that aquarium in Omaha my senior year, you know, as I was touring colleges, I toured colleges, you know, in Nebraska. And I toured some over on the East Coast in North Carolina and South Carolina and Georgia. Those were the three states I toured on the East Coast down here in the South. And um, when I got to see certain marine biology and marine science programs, I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I want to do this is my calling. Like I could not see myself, like I said in the beginning, I seriously cannot see myself studying anything else. And I really found a special place in my heart for the sea turtles when I got to do research there and create, you know, the enrichment items with different dietary options. You know, the sea turtle, he was a green sea turtle. So, um, he's a green sea turtle. So the different like romaine lettuce and zucchini and squash and you know cucumber or you know just you know they're herbivores um but they can feed on meat like fish and stuff like that when they're juveniles but depending on their environmental factors you know what they've been fed whether that be in captivity or in the wild um they're primarily like they feed on sea grasses and stuff like that in the wild and vegetation and 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 you know vegetables in captivity most of the time so sea turtles found a special place in my heart and i was like this is what i want to study like i do not want to stay in nebraska for school i am going to do everything i can and it definitely was a team effort i will say my mom sacrificed a ton my mom and I both sacrificed a ton to get me where I am today to follow my dream of studying marine science in college, studying marine science to acquire my bachelor's degree, um, you know, studying that to acquire that. It took a lot of sacrifices um, for both my mother and I, and we wouldn't change a thing. It's like, honestly, the best thing we've ever done for both of us. Um, yeah, so... I'm so thankful for that Zoo Academy program. I'm so, so thankful because I truly got to see what it would be like to be an aquarist and, 
you know, work with marine life and, you know, really, it really reinforced my desire to work with these animals as a career. So that is, you know, how I found that passion, kind of my why, my quote unquote, my why of what I want to do, why do I do what I do in my life and how I got there, you know, so, um, I moved to South Carolina for school. My mom and I both, my mom followed me down here. That was the only way we were going to get in-state tuition and afford for me to attend Coastal Carolina University and get my degree, my bachelor's degree in marine science. And I ended up adding on a minor in pre-health professions, which I'm very proud of and happy that I was able to do that. And I wouldn't change a thing a single thing and I really wouldn't like I seriously wouldn't like I a lot of people doubted what I did and really second guessed like what school not second guess but just I felt just certain you know when I was trying to make the decision whether to stay in Nebraska or come down here to South Carolina to pursue my passion and my dream like my true degree and my true you know, field of study that I wanted to pursue. I was kind of in the back of my head. I wasn't doing what was best for me. I was thinking, what would other people think? What would my family think? What would my friends think? Like, would they be like, I know they're so happy and excited for me that I'm, I'm moving and going to study what I've always wanted to study since I've been little. But are they also like, is this the smartest choice? Is she making the right decision? And then it was like, oh my gosh, am I making the right decision? Is this too big of a move? Like not only literally moving a big move over a thousand miles away from my hometown. Yes, with my mother, but still that's a huge move. Just my mother and I, Um, especially with all the finances that come with entering into college. It's a lot. I mean, I feel everyone knows that. So, you know, looking back, I am so glad and I will get, I get emotional sometimes talking about it. I get so, um, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so glad I did it. I would not change a thing. I have zero regrets. I seriously do. And I'm so happy to where I am now. Um, I recently just landed like my dream job, um, and, and acquired, my dream job recently, this position, you know, that position that I'm so excited about and happy about and thankful and it just, everything tied together and all the dots connected and, you know, it definitely takes a lot of hard work. You know, studying marine science is no joke. (laughs) If anyone knows that, you know, that's been in the STEM field um, to know what it takes, you know, I mean, any STEM degree, in my opinion, any field of study within the STEM deg- within the STEM field is is serious. It's it's I mean any field of study is serious, but it's very difficult, you know, the calculus, the statistics, the chemistry, the biology, the physics, the physical oceanography, the marine chemistry, like the list goes on. It you know, it took so much for me to get to where I am today and it all started when I saw the ocean for the first time and got to see animals being 
cared for and me getting to do research at the zoo and do a science fair project. Um, and I forgot to mention, I got first place doing that sea turtle research in the, um, in my category at the science fair, um, where the event was held or when we had our like reward award ceremony in Omaha. Um, it was at a really nice like garden facility, like a inside, like gardens, like botanical gardens type thing, um, near the zoo in Omaha. Um, so me getting first place for that and getting recognized that like, wow, like all of my hard work getting to study these beautiful animals, like it all paid off. Like I was so happy and like I said, I wouldn't have changed, I wouldn't change a thing. And, you know, I've worked so hard to get to where I am. And I'm so happy that I found my passion and followed my dreams, no matter what people said, no matter how financially hard it may have been, or physically hard, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, all of the above. You know, I'm so glad I got to you know, follow my dream. And no matter how big or small your dream is, whether it's getting that first home bought, you know, being a first time, you know, homeowner, or, you know, your dream is to travel the world, get your passport, you know, passports are not cheap, buy your passport and travel the world. Or you want to become a, a chef, or you want to go to the NFL you know, everyone's dreams. It's so beautiful to see everyone's wildest dream, but they're always achievable. It may seem so hard and the end, the light at the end of the tunnel, the end may seem so far away and so hard to achieve and get there, but you'll get there. If you put in the time and the effort you know, your hard work will pay off and it will not go unnoticed. You will have so many supporters. Um, these past days, these past like two days now, I've been so, I mean, past days, I've been so overwhelmed with such love and gratitude and, you know, blessings of friends and family supporting me with, you know, landing my dream job and you know, especially at this young of an age too, coming out of my college career and, you know, just seeing all the people that have supported me, it's, it's so, it's so, it feels so good. So yeah, that is pretty much, I think all I have for this episode. Um, you know, I think I've covered everything, you know, and I, I, kind of, I mean, with every episode, I obviously have like the topic, but I really just with this one wanted it to flow. I didn't really take many notes of like, oh, I kind of want to remember to mention that, or I usually never take notes. I just kind of click record and see what happens, you know, but you know, discovering your passion in life that can happen at any time in life as well. You know, I found mine at a pretty young age, but you know, and I'll discover a new passion, you know, like that's the other thing. You have so many passions in life, not just one, you know, throughout your life, as you grow and as you age, 
and meet new people and travel places and, and, you know, experience new things. You're going to have so many different passions throughout your life. And like I said, a passion, you know, there's no limit to it. There's no size, you know, big or small, same with a dream. There are no limits. If it sounds crazy, you know, it's not, you know, if you can, you know, it's not if it's more of so when I've had a lot of friends and family tell me that. And it's something that, you know, especially if I'm kind of in a low in life, you know, through the highs and lows, if I ever feel that way, you know, it's kind of always, you know, never forget why you started, you know, that's, that's a real big one. Never forget why you started, where you came from and, you know, keep moving forward, just keep swimming. So yeah, no matter how big or small, you know, find that passion, find, you know, and then once you've, you know, that dream came true, you can find a new one or, you know, just keep, you know, keep going and your hard work will pay off. It really will. And, you know, it really will. That's, that's a big one. Your hard work really will pay off in the end. Hard work pays off for sure. So, um, definitely I hope this episode allowed you to reflect and, you know, maybe you have a passion that you're working, you know, you discovered a pat, you're kind of reflecting and there's, you know, dreams you have and things you, you know, finding your why in life. And this can happen at any time in life. There is no like age limit or age requirement, you know, like age range for certain goals you have in life. That's the beauty of it. So, um, yeah, y'all get the gist, but Thank you guys so, so much for listening. If you've made it to the end, um, this episode is very important to me. Um, it's very important to me. Um, you know, marine science, marine conservation, you know, marine education, you know, public education, educating the public on marine life and our oceans and research, marine Research is so important to me. It holds a very special place in my heart. And I do not think I will ever move more than 10, 15 minutes from the beach. (laughs) I don't think I'll be able to ever do that. So thank you guys so much. Seriously, from the bottom of my heart, this episode is so important to me. So thank you so much for listening. And through the highs and lows in life, like I said earlier... Um, never, you know, never always remind yourself and never forget to just keep swimming. Thank you guys so much. And I will see you guys in the next one. Bye guys.